in honor of this post with this photo of my beautiful daughter and my beautiful mother at the fur ball, I thought I'd wear my cat ears. December 31st, 2005, our 2005 annual report. Big Cat Rescue's mission statement, to provide the best home we can for the animals in our care and to reduce the number of cats that suffer the fate of abuse, abandonment, or extinction by teaching people about the plight of the cats, both in the wild and in captivity, and how they can help through their behavior and support of better laws to protect the cats. That was a mouthful. Now we pretty much just say caring for cats and ending the trade. Advances. In 2005, the IRS reported that there are 964,000 registered charities in the U.S. Only 81 of them qualify for and display the Better Business Bureau Wise Giving Alliance seal, standard seal. Big Cat Rescue was one of them. This seal confirms that the organization meets all 23 of the standards for charity accountability. We have become so well known in the area that our volunteers complain about wearing our logos in public because everyone loves us so much they just have to stop and tell us so. Howie Baskin helped a Girl Scout troop organize our first golf tournament, which netted $15,000. We invested in undercover surveillance equipment to shed light on the dirty truth behind the exhibition and exploitation of exotic cats. Animal care. We added more whole prey to our cats' weekly diets and switched over to a prepared diet created by Natural Balance that improves, our, improves their health via vitamin supplements. Faith, the baby bobcat, was upgraded to a much larger and more challenging catatat, where she had to learn to outfox her food. She was a rehab bobcat. Did I say that? No, <laughs> she was a rehab bobcat. President Jamie Veronica and the interns track her weekly to ensure she is thriving on her own. We had to turn away 85 big cats that were no longer wanted by their owners, but we rescued Snorkel the Tiger from a circus owner and brought in the tigers India, Nyla, King, Princess, and Narek from the circus. We rescued three baby mountain lions who were orphaned by a hunter in Idaho. Their names are Artemis, Ares, and Orion, and they were neutered and spayed this year so that they can always stay together. Staff and Volunteer Training Jamie Veronica got licensed by the state to be able to pick up injured or escaped wildlife. In the past, it had to be brought to us by someone who was so licensed. Kathy Mayeske and Jennifer Russick completed the clicker training expo in California and now have 57 of our cats in the operant conditioning program. Jen organized and developed the enrichment program, making it one of the best in the country. Jamie Veronica took the intern program to the next level and manages their housing, group activities, and scheduling. The volunteer committee rewrote the volunteer program and the intern program and have updated all of our volunteers' level of certification through testing. Some of our members attended the EARS training, that stands for Emergency Animal Rescue Service, hired Green Shirt Sharon Marzal to work filling orders for the gift shop, and sent her to eBay training classes, read books on nonprofit marketing, Adobe Photoshop, Dreamweaver, and Flash to perfect our skills in these areas. Education. Our education director, Katherine Quass, is partnering, partnering with the Florida Aquarium to promote several joint efforts for schools and summer camps. We did legislative presentations 
to the Stetson Law University on three occasions this year, promoting a register to vote drive. The furball CD of games, puzzles, screensavers, and more were given to the 500 attendees with 300 extra being used as rewards for children who answer questions correctly during their presentation and field trips. Now you'll notice this is three or 500 attendees, whereas the year before it was 850. It was because 850 was way too many people to deal with, so we increased the price like by double to try and bring that number down to something we could handle. Howard began working with the Green Fund Network to create a joint venture in schools where kids turn in ink cartridges for recycling in bags that tell about Big Cat Rescue so that both their school and the sanctuary can benefit from the program. Some kids may not care about raising money for scholarships, but they do care about saving tigers, and this is a way to inspire them to keep those cartridges out of the landfills. We filmed at the rescue. We filmed the rescue of three orphaned baby cougars with David Hurd Productions for use on Animal Planet's new series that will be aired repeatedly and thus educate people about what is happening to their precious wildlife in the name of sport. Six local libraries now stock our video, the big cat picture, in their documentary sections. The portion of our website that is devoted to education, aimed at children through learning games, has grown in leaps and bounds. We added hundreds and hundreds of puzzles, free wallpapers, free screensavers, and other educational activities that feature photos and drawings of the cats, along with our message that exotic cats don't make good pets. We began compiling worksheets and coloring pages for an educational handbook for students next year. We added FCAT, I forget what that stands for, but it's like the Florida, I forget, <laughs> but it's the accrediting, it's like uh, the standards for schools in Florida. Added FCAT lesson plans to our teacher's resource area used the Google grant to broadcast the availability of these teaching aids to students and their parents and teachers. We participated in a study with the Oddcast that resulted in us being awarded 100,000 free streams for our virtual hosts. And I didn't explain what that was, but it was the very beginning of artificial um, intelligence on websites. So you might remember way back in the day um, when you would go to a website, there'd be like this little cartoon character that would answer your questions. And so what we had to do was create those characters. And then we had to think of, you know, what are the questions people always ask us? And then what is every different way somebody could ask us that? And we'd have to put all of that in. And then we'd have our answer. So no matter which way you would say something like, why can't they go free? Or why do you have them in cages? Or why is why is the cat in a cage? You know, all of those different things would all lead you to the information about why they can't go free and how none of these cats bred in cages could ever be free. And so um, that was what that was about. I was so excited about that. Never really became a thing. <laughs> it's still not a thing. Um, I think it will one day actually be a thing. We're so sick of talking to bots because they're not very smart, but we put a lot of work into ours. Legislation. The founder, Carol Baskin, was unanimously elected to serve on the board of the Humane USA Political Action Committee. She was also appointed to the steering committee of the Florida chapter of Humane USA. We enlisted the Florida Animal Control Association to help us approach the state of Florida in an effort to change their rules to better protect the animals and the public. 
we were joined by the Humane Society of the United States and Humane USA in this endeavor and have asked the National Fraternity of Police Officers to join us as well. Carol was also appointed by Commissioner Brian Blair to serve on the Animal Advisory Committee and was elected secretary. In November, she was unanimously nominated to serve as chair of the Animal Advisory Committee. We attended the Tampa Bay Partnership Tampa Bay Day in Tallahassee and met with 25% of the state's legislators to ask for better animal protection laws. We began promoting our legislative portion of our website that is dedicated to educating the public and the legislators about animal welfare bills. 1,101,647 pages of bills were viewed by our visitors. We rallied support for the federal bills to stop canned hunts with an aggressive online letter campaign to get people to ask their senators and representatives to co-sponsor this bill that would make it illegal to transport exotic animals across state lines for the purpose of injuring or killing them. We promoted the hundreds of bills at the state and federal level. In just the first year, we were responsible for 20,969 letters being sent to Congress on behalf of the animals. We launched our first online petitions and gathered 494 signatures on one to ban the breeding and sale of exotic cats and 1,878 signatures on 10 things we want legislators to know, which includes the banning and breeding of, big, of exotic cats. We also launched our first online polls to see how people feel about issues such as animals in the circus, bobcats and cougars being hunted, exotic animal pets, and more. Response has been terrific, and we are finding that roughly 85% of the public loves animals and wants better laws to protect them, and 90% do not want to see big cats being made to perform. We attended ACA's legislative session and Taking, for, Taking Action for Animals in Washington, D.C. We met with our senators and congressmen in D.C. and here locally to discuss the exotic animal issues. County Administrator Pat Bean and Animal Services Director Bill Armstrong both toured and interacted with the cats, learning about how we use operant conditioning for emergency preparedness. We hosted tours for Hillsborough County Commissioners Kathy Castor, Rhonda Storms, Jim Norman, Ken Hagen, and aides for Brian Blair and Mark Sharp. Mark Sharp. We also toured Pinellas County Commissioners Ronnie Duncan and Karen Seal. We introduced these commissioners and state representatives Kim Burfield and Edsfer Kevin Ambler, along with team players for gubernatorial candidate Jim Davis, so that they have a better understanding of why Florida needs laws to prevent the private ownership of dangerous exotic pets. Requested that we be appointed to the state's Captive Wildlife Committee, but were denied as the Florida Wildlife Conservation Commission decided to comprise the committee of exotic pet owners. State legislators made it known later that the Florida Wildlife Conservation Commission, quote, had better fix this exotic animal problem or the legislature was going to get involved and the FWCC was not going to like it, end quote. Began working on a memo with the help of a former gubernatorial candidate, Bill McPride's law firm, that affirms a county's right to impose laws that do regulate exotic animal ownership 
as long as those laws do not single out exotic pets from other provisions that would apply to all. In the past, the counties often thought they were helpless in the face of this constitutional amendment that had granted the Fish and Game Agency the ability to act outside of the legislative process that all other states enjoy. Fundraising and marketing. We had our first ever $10,000 day of tours and private tours in December, implemented our first direct mail campaign at Christmas with a request to support three orphaned cougars, we doubled the price of the furball tickets from $55 and $75 to $100 and $150 and raised a net of $60,000, which was up $40,465 from last year with only 500 attendees. This enabled everyone to have a better time because there were no lines and our volunteers found it much easier to deal with 500 people at checkout as opposed to 850 like we had last year at the lower prices. We discovered last year that at $55, we were just breaking even, and for people for whom that was a lot of money, we found that they did not spend in the auctions, so we had to evaluate whether the furball was a donor thank you party or a fundraiser, and decided it was the latter and made the agonizing decision to double the price. We opened an online store on eBay to reach a broader market with our logo items and unique offerings, we tried magfundraising.com for the first time and raised almost $3,000 in magazine subscription commissions. Our volunteers raised $3,000 wrapping books at Borders Books, invested in Telosa donor management software. We were given the front and back page of the Tampa Tribune's commentary section and have been on several national programs, including CNN, Fox, Animal Atlas on Discovery Channel, and Animal Planet. We purchased a second terminal for our point-of-sale system due to the overlap of tours beginning and ending in the gift shop. In January, our website was averaging 170,000 hits per day, and by the end of the year was reaching more than 300,000 hits per day, with a surge to 744,000 hits per day thanks to a Google AdWords grant for unlimited advertising for three months. Turns out they gave, it that, gave us that advertising like Still, <laughs> we still get that advertising. Um, I think it went down, though, over the years because they decreased the amount that they gave, but we still get that, so that's nice. Cox Radio gave us more than 100 on-air spots to advertise Valentine's Day weddings at Big Cat Rescue and gave us 300 more free advertising spots on-air for our golf tournament on two stations. They also donated 300 spots for the furball. Jamie Veronica's photos have been used in Biodiversity Magazine by Tropical Conservancy, and we created a stock photo portion of our website where featured artists donate their work and we sell the images online. We set up a cafe press and Zazzle sites to sell her images to raise money for the cats. We were asked to apply for the WEDU Charity Awards for our fundraising and marketing achievements. The ink recycling program with Green Fund Network has succeeded far beyond our initial goals thanks to marketing the envelopes through our newsletter, with now, which now has a circulation of more than 35,000 homes. We are candidates for the Webby Awards, and we are candidates for the Webby Awards with the winner to be announced in 2006. We created several video productions that tell viewers what we do, including Orange Sky, by Jamie Veronica, and the two-minute tour by David Hurd. 
In addition to this, we created several new interactive slideshows, including one called Born to be Free, that contrasts the life of cats in cages to life in the wild. We started our first automatic direct deductions for bank and credit cards, and a program with Albertsons where participating card carriers can have part of their purchases donated to us. We created our first Big Cat Travel site that allows people to get the best price line prices on airfare, car and hotel rentals, cruises, and event tickets with the commissions paid to Big Cat Rescue. Carol lost more than 17 pounds with Matal and set up www.matal.diet.com so that others can lose weight, build their own home business, and the commissions go to the cats as well. Volunteer Beth Stewart created and marketed a calendar of our sanctuary called Saving Big Cats. This calendar was available at Amazon.com, Borders.com, and BarnesandNoble.com, and we sold a number on-site and online as well. The calendar was produced by Tidemark Productions and featured photos of our cats for every month and their personal rescue stories. With the help of Teasdale Worldwide, Howard Baskin created our first formal corporate sponsorship program, both in general and for the furball. We held special kids tours after Thanksgiving and Christmas and were packed and got a lot of good press coverage for doing something for the kids. We were in the press 48 times in 2005, and many of these were interviews with Scott Lope. We were in Glamour Magazine twice, on CNN, The New York Times, The Washington Post, Inside Edition, and were instrumental in providing background information for Parade Magazine's piece on the exotic pet trade and for ABC's primetime that should air next year. We have a public service announcement that was made jointly with the Girl Scouts of America that is airing nationally to encourage young people to get involved and do something good in their community. We ended the year with money in the bank to begin building our Big Cat Lodge. Grounds improvement. Completed two more tiger catatats for the circus tigers in case of emergency. New catatats were built for Cougars, Mac and Cleo, along with hurricane-proof dens for each of them. Cages were reshaped and room additions built for the Caracals, Rusty and Sassy, Kachinga and Kachanga. The same was done for the Servals, or the Serval Alpha, the Bobcats, Alex and Winsong and Banshee. In addition, many of the cats got hammocks, swinging platforms, secondary dens just to play in, and Alex and Winsong got a new fort. Tonga was moved and his old roofless cage was turned into a temporary playground for the three orphaned cougars. The e-center was whimsically painted to look like a leopard, and the cabins were painted by volunteer Julie Hannon to look like a tiger. Butterfly gardens were added by Catherine Quass, and the kids of summer camp to the butterfly gardens were added by Catherine Quass, and the kids of summer camp to the cabin area. We moved the cavies off the tour route to a much larger enclosure and tore down the old otter cages that they had lived in on the lake. The area was cleared so that there is a beautiful view of the lake and the tigers and lions beyond now. We brought in a new intern home that is a four-bedroom, two-bath, and Vern built a deck that is perfect for socializing after a long day of cat chores. Built cleared all of the Brazilian peppers from the back 40 and built a road around the cell tower to make the back parcel more accessible. This area required heavy clearing and then bush hogging of dog fennel and some fill over the concrete to turn it into a lovely park-like area. 
stood the falling wall back up, weeded and planted ferns at the beach, began a massive cleanup of styrofoam from the lake banks, bought a new shed, bought a new shed for the two new golf carts and a new riding mower, added lots of filing cabinets and storage cabinets to the gift shop and office. The office waiting area has a cola machine now, waterfall, and lots of landscaping and mulching added to create a nice place for guests to wait for their tours. Donor recognition signs were added to this area. Bought three more acres for alternate access and parking and cleared the land of dog fennel so that we can keep it mowed. Took on debt for the first time in our history with the purchase of this land. Began negotiations with Outback and the county on building a multi-use educational and conference center called the Big Cat Lodge. Unveiled the new conceptual drawings of this improvement created by Coleman and Karski with the help from Genesis at the Furball. Applied for a planned development for this additional three acres to give us cross access, parking, and six more residences for interns and volunteers. Helping others. We invited other animal welfare groups to use our legislative tools and customize banners on their websites so that they could encourage their visitors to write their representatives about important animal welfare issues. They never took advantage of it. We hosted the Alzheimer's Memory Walk for 600 walkers who raised $50,000 for Alzheimer's victims. We worked with PACT, P-A-K-T, to help them negotiate a deal with the circus and AZA for promoting responsible lifetime care for animals who have had to work for a living. Continued to help ACT, um, forget what that stood for, Animal Coalition of Tampa, by driving the Spade Day trailer each month so that 100 to 160 cats, domestic cats, per month can be spayed. Charities that we donated to this year in the form of free passes to our sanctuary. 100 passes to No More Homeless Pets Adopt-a-Thon, 30 passes and gift certificates for a big cat expedition to Florida Voices for Animals, donated a big cat expedition, a feeding tour, and more to Animal Coalition of Tampa for their Some Enchanted Evening fundraiser, and the same again for their Stride for Strays walkathon. Donated the use of our facility to the Humane Society of Tampa Bay for their volunteer appreciation party and to National Humane Society for their volunteer and donor recognition party at Christmas. Donated an expedition and two-for-one passes to SPOT, which was something about spaying and neutering, and worked with them to create a segment on Pinellas County's public access channel. Hosted a party for the team of Florida Panther Protectors. We raised $1,250 each for EARS and HSUS to aid the animal victims of Katrina and $1,000 each for conservation programs to save the Margate in Brazil and to help start an ecotourism lodge in Guyana and to assist the Lewa in Africa. Other. Gave a private tour to Toronto Blue Jays' Shea Hillenbrand, customized a golf cart for hurricane use by creating a cat-proof cage to drop down over the carriage so that we can access any part of the property in the event of a big cat being loose. In a year when tsunamis, earthquakes, and hurricanes ravaged the globe and other sanctuaries, even good ones, found themselves considering the euthanasia of their animals rather than let them starve due to the drop in donations, we were able to thrive. 
We are thankful to our staff and volunteers who worked tirelessly to make this possible, and to all of our donors and visitors who kept our cats fed in these worst of times. The saddest news is that now we have to turn away nearly 100 exotic cats each year because we cannot afford to take in all of them that are being bred and sold into entertainment, pet, and zoo industries. The most common victims are lions, tigers, cougars, servals, caracals, and bobcats. We are now devoting more time to raising awareness and trying to get laws enacted that will protect these magnificent creatures from man. The mission has evolved from just saving cats that ended up in places like fur farms, hunting ranches, and auctions, to making a difference on a global scale. People who come here and spend time with our cats are transformed. I hear over and over again how people feel like their lives were changed forever by knowing these animals on such a personal level. Many times I have heard visitors say, I looked into that cat's eyes and I saw God. For many of them, it is the first time that they ever felt they were intimately connected with the rest of creation. It is a wake-up call that we are all one. It is my dream to integrate the beauty and majesty of the great cats with the inner awakening we can enhance in our visitors. By making people more aware, we can make the world a better place. Our officers and board of directors, President Jamie Veronica, not compensated by Big Cat Rescue, Vice President and Board of Director Kathy Mayaskate, not compensated by Big Cat Rescue, Secretary and Treasurer Vernon C. Stairs, not compensated by Big Cat Rescue, Director and Coordinator Brian Zarnick, not compensated by Big Cat Rescue. These members met for monthly board meetings. Paid staff, Operations Manager Scott Lope, compensated but not a member of the board, Gift Shop Manager Cynthia Cynthia Monterre, compensated but not a member of the board, and Administrative Sharon Marzal, compensated but not a member of the board.